The main thing that Karen has done is retained a commitment to Bible and theology as the heart of the preparation here. And what that means is any student who comes to Karen University is well prepared to serve God anywhere in the world. You're listening to the Karen 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Karen University in just 10 minutes. This is Nate Womble, Director of Alumni Relations here at Karen. We're recording this during Karen's Global Mission Week, where there are roughly 40-plus mission reps on campus and a host of special events and interaction between students and these reps. But today we have with us one of those reps who's very special because he's not only a GMW rep and an alum, but he also has been a professor at Cairn for many years. Our guest has a THM from Dallas Theological Seminary in addition to being a Cairn grad and has been teaching, I believe now, at Cairn for just over 15 years. Jack O'Brien, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Nate. It's good to be with you. To start us off, Jack, can you share a little bit about what Global Mission Week is, what it looks like? We were talking earlier today about just how uh, this week has changed over the years. What's it like now? And what is the title and theme of this particular Global Mission Week? Well, Global Mission Week is more maybe student-focused now than it may have been in past years in the sense that what we try to do is have Global Missions integrated into every aspect of the student's life during Global Mission Week. And there is a, a broader sense of what our role is in God's work in the world. And the name reflects that. It's Global Mission Week, as opposed to what we used to call it, Missionary Conference or Missions Conference. So the idea is to help encourage students to see how they can be involved in in God's work around the world in whatever form that that takes. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, now the students continue with classes during the week. There is a special speaker who will speak during chapel and other special sessions during the week. Uh, there are missionary representatives on campus, and those missionary representatives are here to encourage students regarding ministry opportunities around the world, but also they're here to, to, to kind of serve as coaches for students, help them discover how God wants to use them and their gifts in this world in whatever way that may be. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of a specific theme to each year, is that correct? That's correct. And what is this year's? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll need to uh, edit that. We'll cut that in later. Uh, and yes. I don't have it written here. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. The theme of this year's Global Mission Week is La Ciudad de Gozo, which means the city of joy. And the subtext to that is the dance of the spirit in Latin American cities. So really the focus of the conference this year is reaching the urban population in Latin America, which is exploding. Mm-hmm. And you're a great person to have on the podcast for this week because of your work in missions. So can you take us back? You graduated in 1969 mm-hmm. from Cairn. Take us back since that time. Uh, what have you been doing? What have you been involved with? After graduation from Karen, graduated from seminary, ministered in a church in Houston, Texas for six years, and then joined a mission which was called CAM International, now called Camino Global, and they then assigned us to Mexico. So after a year of language study in Costa Rica, we went to Guadalajara, Mexico, and we were in church planting there for five and a half years, then moved over to Puebla, Mexico, where I was the director of a Bible college Mm -hmm. for preparing Mexican men and women for ministry. We were there until 1998 and then returned to the Philadelphia area to minister 
in missions mobilization and coaching and Hispanic ministry in this area. And when we returned, I was invited by the then director of the missions program, Chuck Sutton, mm -hmm. to uh, begin to teach as an adjunct, mm -hmm. and I've been doing that ever since. Mm -hmm. Years ago, you alluded to some of the changes even here at Karen and how the missions week was done. And it seems as if there's been some real changes in how whether it's how we view missions or how, how the church interacts with missionaries. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you could just talk succinctly about that. Yes, there are incredible changes in the world of global ministry. The church is maturing around the world. And so as a result of that, mm -hmm. roles are changing for, for North American missionaries. Missions is no longer from the West to the rest, but really... Uh, I think what we're seeing is missions is from all nations to all nations. So there is this tremendous diversity of voices in missiology. Uh, there is this growth of even multi-ethnic and uh, multicultural missionary teams, which I think has great potential to reflect what the church is to those who need to hear the gospel. Much of missions no longer has a Caucasian face, mm. which uh, is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, more and more emphasis is being placed in these days on holistic ministry and social justice ministries. There is also the opportunity to minister to diaspora peoples. Those would be people who live outside their country of origin. And as we've just recently seen with this tremendous migration from Syria, people are living outside their normal countries of origin. Many times they have social needs, cultural needs, uh, that we can help them with and create openness to the gospel. And I think one of the great challenges that we face in the world of missions is being able to adjust our concepts of missionary to be able to reach people in our own backyard, in our own neighborhood, who are from other cultures. And we need to reach out to them instead of seeing them perhaps uh, with fear or uh, concern about what they're doing to our society. We need to be open and welcoming and uh, see how we can reach them for Christ. I think we're seeing a decentralization of missions, uh, in many cases of moving away from the uh, institutions of missions mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. a more crowdsourced, everyone can play kind of approach mm -hmm. to, to global ministry. And so in a sense, there's a democratization of missions with all believers being encouraged to use any of their gifts uh, all over the world, mm -hmm. as opposed to a few vocational missionaries kind of being the official spokesman for God around mm. the world. So as somebody who's been at Cairn for a while now, how have you seen the university uh, attempt to adapt to this, these changes, in particular the programs that you're associated with? How, how has Cairn adapted in that way? The main thing that Cairn has done is retain a commitment to Bible and theology as the heart of the preparation here. And um, that's a great encouragement to me. And what that means is any student who comes to Cairn University is well prepared to serve God anywhere in the world. And many of the students who come recognize that core and the value of the preparation that is offered here. And so they then may not choose to major in intercultural studies. But with the greater diversity of roles in global ministry, students are recognizing that God has gifted them in a variety of ways and they want to get preparation in a diversity of roles. So we see many students who are interested in missions, interested in global ministry, but the majority of them do not major in intercultural studies here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of Karen's mm -hmm. focus as well mm -hmm. on seeking to integrate sacred and secular mm -hmm. 
um, recognize that we need to live out our faith in all contexts, serving Christ uh, here locally as well as around the world, wherever he has us. That's great. One one final question for you. Um, if you have a young person who says he or she is interested in full-time vocational ministry work, you know, that specific kind of title, um, what is your counsel to them early on? I would say the first thing is they should speak to their leaders in their local church. The heart of ministry is the local church as we gather together as believers. And so I'd want to talk to my leaders and find out what their approach to that is. And actually one of the uh, the trends in local churches involved in missions is many churches are seeking to do what are called church-based teams. And, and so instead of a kind of individualistic approach to missions, I want to be a missionary, I'll go and tell my church I want to be a missionary so they can support me and then I'll choose a mission agency and I'll go and serve it's more of a church working with its people, connecting with a mission agency, and developing a team kind of approach to missions. So uh, I really think the key is to to connect with your local church and see, see where they are on these issues. I would encourage students not to dispose of the concept of the traditional vocational mm-hmm. missionary. I still think that is valid. Mm-hmm. However, I, I think there are a lot of varieties on that theme Mm -hmm. and uh, i think we'll see more and more diversity in days to come well thank you jack for joining us and thank you alumni for listening you'll have a chance to comment on the podcast on the web or you can always send me comments or ideas in an email at alumni at cairn.edu be sure to visit us on the web at cairn.edu slash alumni for among many other things important links and ways to get involved 